Homeschool Travel Connect. This is a podcast all about homeschooling families who travel or are living internationally. Today, I'm talking with Heather, who spent six weeks driving through 15 states with three kids, including a baby who was two months old. Heather shares a bunch of really great tips and tricks for anyone that's looking into RV travel, so um, stay tuned for that. And if you want to find her or other traveling homeschoolers, make sure to join our Facebook group, Homeschool Travel Connect. If you want to find some links to the sites we reference in this podcast, go to Sleep Deprived in Seattle slash podcast, which is my blog. That's Sleep Deprived in Seattle slash podcast. All right, so without further ado, here is Heather talking about road tripping with her family. We start with my amazement of her bravery of traveling with a two-month-old. Oh my gosh, so you did an RV trip for six weeks mm. while you with a two-month-old. Yes. So did you have, like in an RV, it's all one room, right? Um, pretty much. Our RV is a 28 feet, and so they have a, it has a back bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a master bedroom that we could separate off, but not by a real door. It's just kind of a curtain. Okay. You know? And he just slept um, with you guys? He, yeah, there's a, there was a space. So either side has like a closet in the master Right, uh-huh. and on my side, it's got an open area where there was kind of like a little bit of a nightstand mm-hmm. that was about eighteen inches of open space in between the top of a counter and then the closet starting. Uh-huh. About eighteen inches, and it was right next to my side of the bed, and and I put a um, basically a changing pad, like uh-huh. a thick yeah. changing pad there, and he slept there right next to me on the bed because there was no way he could yeah. roll off. Yeah. So he slept there, and then I would co-sleep with him. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It was you... awesome. It, it worked really well. And then um, over the head of the cabin, it's a Class C, which is a truck okay. um, mm-hmm. with an RV built on it, you know? Yeah. So it's not one of those big buses. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like a, it's like an F-450. But so over the head of the truck is a queen-size bed bunk. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. both of my girls slept up there, and, and that curtain's yeah. off, so it's like they had their own room, and then we have ours in the back, and then there's the common area with the kitchen and the living in the uh-huh. in the middle. So. Wow, what was the conversation like for you and your husband to decide to do that? <laughs> so we were supposed to do it. We we did a two week trip with the girls when yeah. I was pregnant. Okay, um, in January last uh-huh. year and it was down the coast and back up um down to uh trying to think of the name of the actual city that we were doing but los angeles basically mm-hmm. and then we did it back up the coast of uh california and oregon so we stopped and saw the sea lion caves and all of that okay, fun yeah, stuff yeah. all kinds of fun stuff and so that was kind of our test run to see how it would go and then we decided, okay, well, we want to do a trip to Arkansas, which is where a bunch of our family lives. Okay, yeah. And so uh, we thought we were going to do it in January when he was a bit older. Mm-hmm. We thought we'd go down the coast again and mm-hmm. da da da. But then my husband's mother had to have an emergency surgery. Oh, uh, yeah. And that was in September. And so we said, you know what? We need to go see her anyway. She's got yeah. six weeks that she has to be off work. So let's just do this. Snow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we did instead of going down California again, we got to go over to Yellowstone mm-hmm. and then to Mount Rushmore 
and then down to Arkansas through Nebraska and Kansas. Okay, yeah. So yeah. we saw we saw North Platte, which is the largest train switching station in the world. Cool. So I the kids like thousands that, huh? of trains. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, we got to do four or five days in Yellowstone, which we're going back there again in the fall. Are you? Is, uh, it, is it as great as people say it is? It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It, it takes two hours to drive from one end of Yellowstone to the other. That's what most wow. people don't know. Okay, is that it's that big? Big. So it's worth so two just, trips. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and and you don't want to plan on going like Josh's sister is going for three days. She's she's and just going too for little. three days, and you're just gonna hit a few sites. You'll get like Old Faithful and a couple other things, but you won't have time to really enjoy it. Like we spent four days, and we and we left at four days, going, man, we wish we had scheduled more time. Yeah, because it's we didn't do any of the hiking trails at all. Like just one a couple of geyser trails because the kids are a little young for the Mm. hiking trails. But you know, there was a bison walking down the middle of the road that passed by our RV literally a foot away from my middle daughter. So my three-year-old gets to see a bison, a real one. Wow. It's free a foot away from her. It was pretty amazing. Was she scared? Um, No, No. not at all. Wow. No, they were super excited. They had a great time. Um, They were obsessed with scatting tracks. The okay, national yeah. parks, and this is something, I, I don't know how you're doing this um, podcast, if you're like taping this now and going to do parts of it or or what, but I will tell you the national parks are such an amazing resource when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Anytime you see a national park nearby where you're traveling, you should completely put it on your list because they all offer junior ranger programs. Okay, yeah, I've heard of those, yeah. For kids, whatever age, all ages, and they have specific things they have to, you get it when you get there, and they have specific things you have to complete mm-hmm. um, for that age group, and you earn a junior ranger patch. It's a big patch. It's got the name of the national park on it, and it's got um, a picture from the national park like that you're at, and so there's all these different patches you can earn. And, That's super um, cool. Like again. And it's really, it's really cool because whenever you finish your stuff, you have to take it to a ranger. The ranger will actually go over it with the kids mm-hmm. like, to make sure they did it, understand it. And then they have to hold up their hands and swear them in. Like, the, <laughs> so you, I have, you know, five videotapes of my girls getting sworn in to be junior rangers. <laughs> and, uh, and it's awesome. My mom's making them a vest to put it on so that all the patches we earn from our travels, yeah. they can, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's a but great it, homeschooling resource. I mean. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I didn't even have to plan homeschool lessons because yeah, it's just they then learn. on top of that, she kept a journal every day. Mm-hmm. So for her writing assignments and spelling, she would write in her journal mm-hmm, exactly. of what she saw that she loved. And then she would, um draw a picture of it or, you know, uh, write some, uh, you know, draw something else and write something else about it. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. The junior do ranger you, thing was do you by feel far. Like, do you feel like homeschooling is easier on the road in some ways? Yes and no. Uh, so I took everything, you know, here I am. It's her first kindergarten year. And although we've been doing lessons for, you know, a year, my daughter's, um, 
she's reading at about a third or fourth grade level is why we homeschool. And I took, you know, I took our math, right start math as our Mm -hmm. curriculum. And I took our spelling, all about spelling. And Mm -hmm. I was all prepared to do the lessons. When you're traveling, those kind of lessons don't happen as much. They just don't. Yeah, I can imagine. It's hard to um, convince anyone to do them right. Right, exactly. I mean, and you say, well, we can do it while we're driving. And that's probably true if I didn't have a two-month-old with me. Mm -hmm. I could probably done one. But on the way to Yellowstone, we drove 13 hours in one day because we were running late. Um, My daughter, my oldest, read to my youngest for 11 hours that day. Wow. That is impressive. What did she read? That was so interesting to her. Everything. She loves to read. That's her thing. That's her thing. So we... Every national park we went to, we let her buy one book. We'd pick out a book and, you know, so a book on scat and tracks. Cool. <laughs> <Pooping Yeah>. <laughs> that she's was a, she's a she regular uh, Northwest girl. <laughs> so it was, I mean, so those kind of lessons didn't really happen, but I will tell you, she learned all kinds of stuff that your normal kindergartner does not know. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, whenever we went to Carlsbad Caverns in um, Arizona, so mm-hmm. it was Arizona or New Mexico, New Mexico, um, she learned all about stalactites and stalagmites. She I learned don't even all know about what that is. <laughs> stalactites and stalagmites. They're, no. they're in inside deep caves. They're the points that go down oh, in the cave and okay, the points yeah, yeah. that go up. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so she learned all about those. She learned about how they were formed. She learned about bats inside caves. You know, wow, she yeah. got to see the, uh, the and you cloud know what? of bats. I bet she remembers that. She'll remember it so much better than a regular lesson. I, I think so. So you think because of think the so. novelty and of the experience, the excitement. Yeah. yeah. And she got her journal to write about mm-hmm. all of those so she can look back and remember things from her trip and you know, and we have all of the brochures and there was so much information there, mm-hmm. so much at all of the national parks. It's free and yeah. you take it with you and you review it. You know, you can go back over it and relive the experience with them mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and they're I mean, relearning it all over again, you know. So uh, I think in that way, um, it was fantastic for homeschooling because I would never would have done that at home all of those things yeah, that we did. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone over all that stuff at home. We never would have learned about the difference between bison poop in the winter and bison poop in the summer. I know. Why we would you cover more. that when you have math and spelling and, you know, reading? Yeah. Right. And that's the thing now is that, yes, I get in the math and spelling lessons every day mm-hmm. now, but I don't get in the science Exactly. Lessons that's my struggle, that. too, science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the ones that are hard is, is the ones that you're like, yeah, I need to do those, but, you know. Yeah, I always feel like I don't have any good ideas, and, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, I well, hear you. I, I have ideas, but let's get real. How often do you want to break out that kind of mess in your kitchen? Yes. That's basically what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. right. There's tons of ideas have, out there. Yeah. It's just yep, the, it's just the mess. Yeah, but but then I actually have to prepare it and get it all out and do the lesson and then mm-hmm. clean it up 
And then the yeah. whole time I've got a six month old screaming. So yeah, I mean, we did like as, one of those volcanoes and that happened once. And then that was like our science of the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But so as far as science and history goes, oh my gosh, she got a year's worth of lessons in that trip in six weeks. Cause that's what we focused on. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm not, mess, I'm not messed up about it because in those six weeks we learned seriously a year's worth of information. Um, because, you know, it crossed over. We had geysers. Okay, so we learned about the Earth's crust, and we learned about the heat inside the planet that was heating up the geysers. We talked about volcanoes and why those, you know, heat up um, yeah. geysers, and, and that, you know, Yellowstone is actually could explode from <laughs> all the pressure and stuff. And not only that, Yellowstone has a humongous um, canyon, a really big canyon. Mm-hmm. And the canyon is very, very different looking than what we visited six weeks later at the Grand Canyon. Okay. They look completely different. They're both huge, but they were formed differently. Yellowstones mm-hmm. was formed by exploding um, lava and exploding earth, and then it collapsed on itself. Okay. So everything mm-hmm. goes everything goes down. Like, if you look at it, all okay, the lines yeah. go down. Yeah, yeah. It looks like running, you know? Whereas uh, Grand Canyon is layers okay, because it was yeah. cut by river. And so whenever we were at Yellowstone, I knew we were going to see Grand Canyon and I was able to say, now look really closely at how this Canyon was formed. Cause we're going to see something totally different at the Grand Canyon. And I want you to be able to tell me why it's different, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah she was yeah, able just, to just learn. So she go. That's really cool. So yeah. I'm just curious about the logistical aspects um, I know a lot of people want to do RV trips and like long road trips, but they just don't know where to get started. So the number one way to get started is, and and people always ask about the affordability, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the number one. RVs are expensive. Uh, Yes. Right? That's what I've heard at least. I haven't gotten one before. So here's what we did. And this is what kicked it all off for us. We went looking for a small camper. Correct. They yes. could be towed by a minivan yeah. because mm-hmm. we thought, okay, you know, cheap, whatever, $20,000 mm-hmm. at most. And when we were looking, we asked the person on the RV, the camper lot, we said, just out of curiosity, how much are these RVs? And he said, well, that depends. Do you plan on buying it outright and leaving with it? Or do you plan on putting it into our rental program? That's oh, when we said, huh. I'm sorry, what? So what happens is you purchase the RV, which we were able to purchase at wholesale price mm-hmm. because we were putting it in the rental program, which is about $30,000 off. Okay. So the RV normally would be 88000 or so, 90000 okay. We were able to get it for about 60000 Okay. Then you turn around, you form an LLC, which is extremely easy to do. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yes. Uh, so you I've form heard. an LLC. Um you are then a business, and your RV is stored at their site. This is a place in Everett that we use. Okay, yeah. Um, they store it. They maintain it. They rent it out. They do all of the work. If there's ever any kind of harm done to your RV, they file the insurance claim. They they handle it all. Oh, wow. Um, you're commercially insured through their insurance. We have a binder there like you would if you were going to um, – 
what's the name of that website that does house swaps and house rentals? Uh, Flipkey, Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah. So we have a binder that we leave in our RV that lets people oh, know okay. it's got a picture of our family. We yeah. named our RV. Her name is Wendy. And and we've got all kinds of stuff. And we ask people to write us notes of where all they've taken her. Like what That's trips they've run cool. on. I Wendy. didn't even know that existed. Yes. And so people rent our RV out. And it's like, a, I think, $180 a night for them to rent it. Oh, we wow. get half the money. We get half the money from mm-hmm. the rental. They get the other half. We get to um, write it off our taxes. It's a business loss whenever we um, sell it at the end. If we lose money on the RV selling it, and we normally they keep them in the program for four years before they're done, and then they get sold, and you can get another one if you want to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a second home, so we get a tax deduction as a second home. My oh, husband's wow. pretty. He's pretty um, OCD about like financial stuff. So he made a whole spreadsheet about the best month to buy it, blah, blah, blah. Worst case scenario, we lose $800 on it. Best case scenario, we make $8,000. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Most Um, people don't. I tell people about this all the time because it's, it's amazing for us because we don't have to do anything. Yes, exactly. We know. We don't have to do anything. They do everything. All we do is we call and tell them when we want to use it. And if our RV is rented out at that time, we can take someone else's RV that's uh-huh. in the program and give them the money from our rental. Okay. So, yeah, it's not like you're ever even stuck without, you know. Nope. nope. I can take it anytime I want to. As long as there is any RV available on the okay. lot, mm-hmm. I can take Um but normally it's not hard. And then what we do since we homeschool, mm-hmm. we never go in season. So in season is from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And that's when it rents out pretty much every day. The one thing that we did discover after the uh, first California trip is that it's best to tow a car, an extra car, because yeah. it's hard to unhook and you know, take your RV driving around the city, you're not as likely to travel and explore because it requires you unhooking and all that kind of stuff. That's bulky. So because, and we talked about it, we were like, well, we could rent a car and stuff, but whenever you're in places like Yellowstone, no, you can't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You you can't. (laughs) So you, you can, you know, either drive your RV out into the middle of everything or you have to tow your car. Okay. And like, I mean, do you, are you comfortable driving the RV? Yes. Yeah, you are? The Class C RVs, it's just like driving a minivan. Okay. Um, it's a little longer, obviously, mm-hmm. but they have mirrors that make it super easy. And um, you'll find that when you're driving them, people assume you're 80 years old. <laughs> so They're the careful. moment you put on your blinker they move out of the way for you <laughs> uh, so it really was easy to drive it the only time that I have been nervous riding in the RV or driving it is uh, on our way back up the coast a highway was closed because of mudslides in California Okay, right, out, right outside Malibu and so we had to take a side road to get over to the interstate and those mountains it I like to call they're called pig trails when they're this narrow 
it's two uh, cars. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one car mm-hmm. up and one car back. No and rails. It's windy, right? Yes. No mm-hmm. rails. Super windy. You know, two thousand feet down. I am afraid of heights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, anyone is afraid of heights in that circumstance. Yeah. Well, my husband was fine. Luckily, we were on the inside of the road most of the time because mm-hmm. I. I mean, I was just sitting there silently frozen with just tears streaming down my face. Oh, jeez! <laughs> and I was pregnant and I was thinking, oh my God, the hormones you're getting right now. Yeah, exactly. Hormones. Oh, jeez. But you guys made it. You survived. So, adrenaline. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was the only time that I've been nervous in the RV. Other than that, it it's great. You know, and whenever you're driving, the fantastic thing is with young children, you can say, oh, you need to go to the bathroom. Let me take you out of your car seat and go take mm-hmm. you to the bathroom and push you back in. Yeah. And you just keep driving. And, oh, everyone's hungry. Okay, I'm going to go up to the fridge because the fridge stays on the whole time. I'm going to make a snack, make a sandwich. Nobody has to get out. Nobody has to stop. The only thing oh, we stopped for nice. when we were driving was for my husband and I to change driving and get gas. Yeah, that makes things go a lot faster because the stopping yeah. for snacks and bathroom breaks, yep. the more take you have, the more mm-hmm. bathroom breaks you, like, I mean, even yeah. if you try to make them go to the bathroom, like, someone always has yep. to pee. <laughs> so the the best, I mean, the main thing with the RV thing is, is that especially if you get a good rate on credit, if you've got good credit and can get a good loan, mm-hmm. it's super cheap because you can deduct the the interest mm-hmm. on your loan as a business expense and everything, as a second, I mean, as a business. And so you, uh, you're really getting a lot of deductions on all of yeah. that. And the company itself that is, that's doing all the work loves you because they're using your credit to fill their yeah. fleet. Mm-hmm. Expand their business. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. right. So it's a win-win for both situations. Because if we bought an RV, we would have to find a place to store it. Yes. To park it. And, and I mean, we most people don't have a space stored. to do that. And we would be getting no income off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or we could rent it out ourselves, but then we'd have to clean it. We'd have to file the insurance claims. We'd have to maintain all that. Yes. I'm really curious about the national parks. I haven't been to a ton. Which one would you say is the must see if you could only see one? That's ridiculously difficult. <laughs> so first I have to say we went to Yellowstone, mm-hmm. Rushmore, uh, Carlsbad Caverns, and White Sand National Monument. The last one was the Grand Canyon. Okay. No, yeah. and then and then Petroglyph National Park, too, which is um, thousand-year-old petroglyphs wow. carved yeah. into rocks. I would say that of those, my kids' favorite was White Sand National Monument because they sled down huge 60-foot white sand beaches. How fun. Uh, it, it's, like, it's like the snow with warmth. My can't-miss is probably, gosh, Yellowstone. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I love the Grand Canyon and all, but it wasn't as much of a a long 
learning experience mm -hmm. as Yellowstone was. Yellowstone, you could spend a couple weeks there easily and not get the full experience, you know. I was really surprised at Rushmore because we kind of expected it to be like, yep, there it is, and we're going, you know, see the, see the mountain, and you're done. But they have so much there for the kids to interact with and do at the museum. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like Rushmore gets a bad rap. Like, people think it's just, you know. No, so it was really interesting. Like, Josh and I totally expected it to be like, just go and then leave. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was not. We spent several hours there, actually. Yeah, but Yellowstone is the one that I would say you shouldn't miss, for sure. The animals, which you've got bison, mm -hmm. you've got elk, and you get to see all of these up close. There are bears, there's wolves. Wow. And that doesn't even include all the little animals that, of course, you would see. There's mountain goats, there's... Um, and are you know, they just we were... roaming? Like, do they just kind of roam around? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. When we were at the Yellowstone main, the, the main office for Yellowstone, uh, a herd of elk, came grazing. Is there like something that you brought that you wouldn't have thought of that really helped you out in that long trip? Is there some kind of magic trick or thing? Books are our magic books? trick. Two or three big wide bins of them. Bigger than shoebox size. I'm trying to think with the next size bigger than a shoebox size okay. yeah, of yeah. the plastic bins. Mm -hmm. We sit them all up on edge and stuff it full of books. That was the number one winner on top of that is figurines okay because they don't they don't take up much space mm -hmm. but it provide endless hours of play this coming year heather's family has plans to visit austin uh yellowstone and drive all the way to cancun mexico all in their rv with their family of five if you like hearing about awesome homeschooling families like Heather's, subscribe to this podcast and look forward to an episode a week. And look for us at Homeschool Travel Connect on Facebook. We're a Facebook group. Otherwise, I'll see you all next week.